long time no see everybody um it's definitely been a like half a year since i last posted um i can i wish i could say it was for a good reason but it just wasn't i was in a little bit of a sister slumber um sister slump and like a little funk i'm literally dr c's right now but anyway um yeah, I mean, I made another episode after the <laughs> the first and only one, and then I just, I was just like, this makes no sense, like, I just could not put all my thoughts together, and it just felt, like, too overwhelming at the time to try to, like, redo it, even though I said that I was going to, but I just, like, had so many things going on, um, which we will maybe get to in another episode, but as for right now, um, today is my dog's one year anniversary of her passing um it is august 7th 2023 right now and um she passed the 7th of august last year and um so yeah i just kind of wanted to make this episode about grief and maybe try to help myself like process some of these things um going on with myself because I definitely have not and it's still affecting me um and hopefully it can maybe help again somebody else it like makes sense um so yeah we're just getting really right into it this time um I guess like to start off I I mean I've I don't know I think hmm i'm already sitting here not knowing what to say um so actually yeah i'll give a little backstory about what happened so i got my dog when i was 14 um and i guess this applies to like all sorry i'm everywhere okay this like applies to like grief in all aspects um but i'm just giving a little story about like today's grief and i think i also think that there's grief in like everything like even in people and things that are still living like grief about like home like moving homes and like just moving on in chapters of our lives and just our lives not being the same maybe losing friends or losing relationships or people changing and like what else i don't know maybe like losing a job or yeah i just i think there's grief in like a lot of things and grieving old feelings which i guess i'll also get to that as well because i guess i knew something that but my house like moving homes which i did literally like two weeks before my dog passed away um and yeah just a lot of things i think they all kind of like coincide with one another but anyways <laughs> back to what i was saying um a little backstory about my dog and kind of like things to like make sense um so i got my dog when i was 14 years old and i guess the reason kind of like similarly to um what i was talking about last time about having struggles in school and not really having any friends or i don't even know if i talked about that i think i did um (laughs) anyways if i didn't hello um i think i did though so 
I guess kind of going with that, I was home tutored at the time, like homeschooled, and I think I said I'll get into that in another episode too, which I hope I do. Um, but yeah, so kind of was just home all the time, didn't have friends, didn't go out, and I was just like lonely. Um, and having a dog was a dream of mine since I was like very like out the womb. Like actually, no, I used to be scared of dogs when I was like in kindergarten. Um, but as I grew older, I became such an animal lover, um, and I was never allowed to get one. I remember, um, I would write books when I was younger, and, um, one of the books, like, I would always write about having a dog, and I would, like, come up with these, like, animals and, like, their names, and look up the breed and, like, what kind they were, and every summer I would make, like, PowerPoints to my family, like, this is what this dog is and if we get this dog then it's this and it's easy or like they only get this big because I knew that it was a thing in my house where like my parents didn't want a big dog and um they were kind of like concerned about like us cleaning up after it and where would it stay when we take it outside so I would research like literally and for the book as well but like I would research um the animals to like put in the book but also I like to write about them like specifically but also to like make my own dog house like I would look up how much that costed buying all the materials and like um everything about it like I I just I needed one and um it was like about animal being expensive like you're just so many things um I'd never had any pets besides fish before that um and my mom had dogs but my dad never did so he was always skeptical about it and like it ruining the house so finally in 2014 I think they just felt bad for me at that point that I was just like by myself so they allowed us to get a dog um my brother and I and um well I guess I don't even remember if he went I don't know if it was just us I think it was just me um my parents but we had gone everywhere looking for a dog we literally when we wanted to adopt um we didn't want to buy one and we went like we looked for months um we would go like shelters like all over my area so far like driving like an hour away um just to see dogs and we just didn't really find one that we felt a connection with or you know they it was like the people that were had them were like scammers i guess or you know we would find a dog and then they would be like oh well they're not available someone else took them so it was just a thing that took a very long time and um eventually very unexpectedly we went to this one shelter and we thought we really didn't see anything um or like a dog that we would you know like be able to have like a smaller one because at the shelters they have pretty big dogs um usually like um and so yeah we saw this one in like a crate she wasn't like you know in a fence or whatever like in a big area she was smaller um or we didn't know it was girl but um yeah she was um in a crate and she was so like you could not even see her face she was just so disheveled and um like dirty and skinny like just very scrawny looking and at first we we just didn't really think that she was like 
or my parents, they really didn't think that she was like an attractive dog or like, not that they have to be, but like, they were just kind of like, really this one? Like you, you like this one? And I was like, yeah, like let's play. So let's see, you know, like, um, so cause she was just very quiet. Like she wasn't barking. She didn't anything. She was just like there, like, it's like kind of scared looking. Um, and so there was a room there that you can play with them and like get to know them without them being on a leash and stuff. And, um, so she was very playful. I remember we played like with a tennis ball, just throwing it around, um, in there with her. And, um, yeah, she, she pooped (laughs) and we thought it was funny and they picked it up. And other than that, that was it. And then she was just like constantly going by my dad like sitting by my dad's feet when we would sit down and like my dad he didn't really like dogs he didn't really want a dog and so the fact that she did that he like he liked her and um kind of I guess like had a connection with her and she was just super sweet like kisses and just very like friendly um didn't bite didn't bark nothing so we had to bring my brother back the next day because I just remember that's why we had to go back because he wasn't there and then, you know, we got to, like, take her home and everything, um, and, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to happen, but it was really, um, it was a really good experience, and it was, like, a really good memory that I have, um, of her there, but I guess, so she, she came in a box there, someone dropped them and just left them in the front of the place, or, like, on the road or something, in a box with her and her three sisters, and I guess there's a show that I've never seen called Charmed, and, uh, there are three witches and their sisters, and it's, their names are Piper, Prudence, and Penelope, so the other two dogs, that's what they named them, and they were already, I guess they were only there for two weeks, um, at the shelter, but someone had already, people had already adopted the other two, and we had our little Prewster, our little Prue, um, that was her name, we got Pruie, and, um, yeah, so, she was, we really don't even know exactly still what she was, we always wanted to get her tested, but we just never, um, got to, but we, we definitely know she was, like, a terrier mix, um, but we also are, like, 90% sure she was Pitbull, so we think she was, like, a pit terrier mix, she was very unique, she was very, like, long-haired and wiry, um, and it was mainly white, and then she had, like, a brown, like, literal monkey on her butt, like, it was, like, spots that looked like a monkey, like, her tail was brown, and it, like, literally looked like a monkey on her butt, so we called her monkey butt, but anyway, she had, like, brown spots, and as she older, she got, um, more, we adopted her, she was eight months old, um, so she was still a puppy, and yeah, she had green eyes, like, green yellow eyes, she was just very beautiful and unique and once we like washed her and got her hair cut and everything um she was she was very pretty um i mean she was still cute without that but still um so yeah we took her home we like i was just like in love like that was like i was with her non-stop and i mean we trained her like the process of having her was really fun um and yeah she she really didn't bark still she really didn't make too too many accidents but she was just overall like a really really good dog and she was so smart like as she got older um 
we just like realized how smart she was like she we i mean i don't really know if it was her or the way that we trained her raised her but we would talk to her like a human and was like and we always called her prim uh, a human dog because she just literally like she just acted like a human like you would i don't know the way she looked at you the way she like understood everything the way she listened like say her name and she comes like the way i don't know like i guess like unless you know like it's hard to explain i feel like everyone says it about their dog but like i truly have never met a dog like her um and i can sit here and go on and on and on for literally ever talking about her and the things that she would do like she would bring the newspaper in the house like we didn't even teach her that she just like knew um like she knew like every word like her vocabulary was so like expansive like i don't even know she just she was like the best dog you could ever think of um so many things so many memories um so yeah we i guess like um we never really had any problems with her she was always pretty healthy she never was like sick um the only time she had like a surgery or anything was to get like teeth removed um when she was like three or something um or maybe she was like five i really don't remember um but yeah because they just like grew in weird and they would bleed when she like chewed her bone so that was it um and i guess like starting in um 2020 we you know all i guess in my family that's like when my health journey kind of started and that's when we started to um like make her healthy or with us so we instead of giving her like the dry food i mean like before that we always gave her like healthier dry food like we would look up brands and like make sure that there wasn't like filler and um like i don't know like it was like organic stuff like i don't know and we always felt like we did the right thing with her but yeah starting in 2020 we started like not giving her dry food anymore and gave her regular real food um all her treats before that though we would try to give her like organic healthier treats but anyway we would make her like um chicken but she didn't really do well with chicken so we would give her like ground turkey or sometimes she would do go uh ground chicken but for the most part we gave her like ground turkey um and we would put like peas carrots broccoli zucchini like whatever frozen vegetable and rice and we would um give her i would make her like i would make her own treats starting at that point making like bananas and peanut butter and oats and like cinnamon that dogs can have and all those kind of things or like yogurt treats with like frozen blueberries and stuff and freeze them in like little molds um i would do so many things because i was like i want her to live forever like that was my goal i was like i want to be old and still have her like i want to be like my own adults or like be married and whatever and have prue um and so like we would take her to the vet all the time like thinking that that was like the right thing to do and give her like the flea and tick medicine whatever um but i guess when she was um 
but I mean, I mean, like, we would take her to the doctor, and we would tell them, and they would be like, that's great, like, amazing, like, she's very healthy, like, there was never anything that they said that was wrong, like, nothing, we would take her, like, routinely to get checked up and whatnot, and for, like, vaccinations, but I guess, um, in December 2021, she, or we're, we're assuming that this is when it started, but, um, in December 2021, she had thrown up on the couch, which was really, like, not normal for her, because she didn't ever really usually throw up, um, especially she would, like, never do that on the couch, which, like, she's usually very good, she never had accidents in the house, like, nothing, um, she was very trained, and if she felt like throwing up her sick, she would usually cry at the door, um, to get let out, and then, like, throw up in the grass, um, but yeah, so that was strange, um, and I, I don't remember if we, I think we did take her to the doctor after that, or I think we called or something, and they just said, you know, like, the usual thing that they would say of, oh, she probably ate something outside, or, um, whatever, so we were like, all right, nothing really happened after that, um, but, yeah, so in, uh, February of 2022, so just a couple months after that, um, we, and we sold our house, so we lived in, like, my childhood home, and we moved into a rental house, and I could, like, notice that she was a little different then, but I honestly thought that it was just because it was a smaller house, and she was probably just bored, or, you know, we couldn't really take her out as much as we we usually did or used to, and, um, I don't know, I mean, I I tried, but she just kind of, like, laid around more, um, and I just kind of, like, thought it was because of that, um, but other than that, nothing happened, she just seemed, like, maybe more down-ish, um, but in June, um, of 2022, so last year, she started, like, throwing up again, um, she threw up, like, one day, I think it was, like, June 23rd, um, and it was, like, I think it was, like, yellow, orangish, and she just seemed, like, not good, um, and I think she was sick for, like, maybe like a day or two or maybe like three days the max i don't know i I can't remember when my mom took her to the doctor i think it was it wasn't the day of because i know my brother had prom i think it was like the day after or the day after that um and again like we really didn't think anything of it because she was just like throwing up and um when she went um literally my mom like called and was like like, it was so unexpected, like, oh, like, they need to put her down, or, like, they're saying that she's not gonna make it, like, tonight, and we were, like, shook to the core, because, like, what, like, what are you saying, like, she was a completely healthy dog, to, like, throwing up, and then, like, a day or two later being, like, she's gotta be put down, um, and so I I almost, like, didn't believe it, I was kind of just, like, they're crazy, like, no, like, bring her home like we'll take her somewhere else or whatever so i think that's what we did um and they were pretty much saying that it was like her liver was like failing and all these things and i can't remember exactly the full details because i think that's like one of my things that i like cope with where i just like don't like remember things in like very high stress 
times like I kind of dissociate and just like I guess choose to forget things that are really hard for me but anyways um yeah so I guess also she we found out that she was like very very anemic um and so um which also was like really shocking because like I have no idea how she would have been like I was like she was not really losing blood or anything like what is happening and also like two days before that she threw up she was like very healthy like acting like a puppy again like she had never really like torn up toys or like ripped up um her stuffed animals but like she was and i was like so excited like oh my gosh she's such a puppy because she was like eight and i was like always like oh she's getting old um but yeah so she was like ripping up her toy and i remember like videotaping her and being so excited um like she was taking all the stuffing out and just being like her normal puppy self and i just thought that it was so great and then like two days later this all happened but yeah so um we had taken her to i think the animal or no so she came home and i think they were like going to call us with results in the morning from like whatever but they were like okay if you don't want to put her down like you can bring her home and like make her comfortable or whatever so we, we she came home and we she just like lay around she could not do anything like her stomach was so bloated she was so jaundiced like her skin was yellow she was so pale she was very weak um and yeah so we all just like hung out around and i remember calling my aunt to like come over and hang out with her but um anyways so the next morning um or also we were like trying to do so many things to get her iron back up that day like we kept trying to like we made her fish i forgot what but we like looked up foods for like whatever the problem was and we gave her like fish and like whatever we gave her salmon um and i think we gave her i don't know i can't remember anyways um so then the next morning we get a call back saying that i guess it was like two different things i can't remember what what it was two different like anemias or two different kinds of whatever they said she had and she had the one that was like treatable or something so we took her to the um animal hospital to get treated and um she went to get like a blood transfusion and then she also got like fluids and like medications to like help whatever infection that she had um and i think they ended up saying sorry i'm looking i'm trying to look at what they said that she had it was some type of like autoimmune disease um let's see let's see let's see okay yeah it, it's a, like a lifelong autoimmune disease called imha which let me see what that means because i forget um it stands for immune medicated hemolytic anemia which i guess the disease the body attacks its own red blood cells so i really don't even know um if this is exactly what she had but um yeah so they said she had that and she was in the hospital she stayed overnight for like think like four days or something i don't know like um which was hard and really sad and scary and she's so funny like (laughs) she's so spoiled 
too like when she was at the um animal hospital she like did not eat the dog like they only had dog food and she would not eat so like every night we would still cook her food and like it was a pretty far drive to the hospital it was like 45 50 minutes away and every day we would go and see her and like hang out with her and give her the food so she could eat um because at first she wasn't eating but she finally did but yeah she had the dog food and she like she tried it and she just spit it out like the nurses thought it was hilarious but um yeah so anyways um she came home and they were pretty much like like we just kept asking like all these questions um and she came home and apparently she was like good and they were not good but like she was healing and they said um you know like it is something that she will have forever but once it's under control like there's medications and things that you can do so that they can try to live like you know a longer life than you know now like for more years and also like they can live a a I guess, like, anything, like, like having a, a disease and, like, having medicine to, like, treat it um, and make you, like, functionable and whatever. So they said that she would, like, get to that point, um, which is what we were expecting. So it was less sad at that point. We thought that she was healing every day, but she was on these medications and... Um, and I actually can't remember how many times she went to the hospital, but she was on these medications, and I guess they were, like, steroids, and that's, I think, what, like, truly, um, killed her, but... I also just want to say, like, as I'm recording this, that if you have a dog that is on any of those, like, steroid medications, like, anything, please look it up, because... I forget the name of the disease that she ended up having, but it was something about, like, something from a medicine that, that all dogs that get on that medicine end up having, and all the dogs look exactly the same. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Okay, yeah, I just found it. It's called Cushing's disease, and it's, like, when, um, I guess, like, a dog, or, yeah, I think it's a dog, um, only gets, like, increased urination and thirst and infections and like a pot belly appearance where like they just lose all muscle and their stomach hangs really low thinning skin hair loss um and their like face kind of just like poor wound healing like kind of just everything like it's just terrible um but yeah that's i think like in the end what ended up taking her um the medication more than what well, whatever was happening which again I still do not know but um also I do want to add that after doing so much research about um these things um and kind of what happened to her I would suggest um not like giving your dog as many vaccinations as they may ask um I've seen a bunch of things about how getting over vaccinated um, is what causes a lot of these dogs to have, um, such autoimmune diseases and problems like this. I know, actually, a family friend whose dog has the same exact thing now, and actually, my neighbor, when we moved into this house, before Prue passed away, was telling my dad that her dog passed away from the same thing, so, um, I guess there's a test that you can do, that you can look up, um, I forget again the name, I'm sorry, but um, I think it's like 
it starts with a T and it's a testing that you can do to see if your dog um, still has the old vaccine, the prior one, if it's still effective in their body, if it's still there, and if it is, they don't need the, the new vaccine. And I think that they said that you should only really vaccinate your dogs every five years or so. Um, and also just be very careful about um, the flea and tick and heartworm medicines. Those were very, very harsh um, for her as well. And something that we we don't give my, my cat now and we don't really, you know, do all those things with my cat. Um, so I'm not a doctor, I don't know, but definitely if you're curious about it, you can look it up on Google um, and all those kinds of things because I would hate to see this happen to somebody else. And again, it just hurts my heart to think that I could have maybe done something a little bit differently. Especially when, you know, we're giving them these medicines, which by the way, the name of the story that she was on was called prednisone. Uh, that was one of them and she was on a few other ones, but that was the main one. Um, and that's what caused this disease. Um, but yeah, it sucks that, you know, you're trying to give them this medicine so that they can survive and, you know, be stable. But then at the same time, you might be saving them from dying from something else. But then, you know, this is also hurting and killing them, which I, I think is the same with like so many other um, diseases and medicines in, you know, our society today with humans and things as well. So it's important to research the things that we put in our bodies and, um, things we can prevent getting sick from and, um, also, you know, to maybe look at healthier alternatives if, if possible, um, because I know that's not always the case. Um, and yeah. Um, yeah, she, I don't really, I can't really remember, like, everything. Like, the medicine just made her very weak and very hot. Like, she was panting all the time, and it kind of, like, changed the way that she looked. Like, her back sunk in. Um, she just was super duper skinny and frail, and her nose was all destroyed and, like, cut up and dried out, and it's just a very harsh medicine, and it was just, like, really um not good for her and and she was supposed to slowly wean off the medicine it was just supposed to be like that high from to try to like stabilize her so she didn't have to go back to the hospital because i think she did have to go another time after the first time to get another blood transfusion and stay overnight um in the month of june um but then after that she was you know we thought on the road to recovery like she would do like few things that we thought were like better like she every night after dinner when she was good she used to like take her bowl out of her container like out of the holder and like bring it to her bed or something and like lick the crap out of it and so she hadn't done that in so long and like the week before she passed away like again like we thought she was doing so good um she she i remember I had work and I came home from work and she was like jumping all over me um which she hadn't she wasn't able to jump in like so long and I was so shocked um and um she had taken her bowl out like one of the days too and was like chewing on it and just like a bunch of things so we thought that she was like getting better and we were like weaning her off the medicine um but then randomly just one day like the day before she passed away 
um, in the middle of the night, she just woke up. I think she had um, gone, like, diarrhea in the house, which was, again, super duper um, rare. And and also, the medicine made her where she couldn't hold her, her... She had to pee. Like, it makes you... Like, they drink so much water from being so hot and... She would have to pee all the time and she couldn't hold it. So, like, someone always had to be home with her. Um, and also, like, number two, like, she couldn't hold that. And she didn't really go in the house but a couple times when she first got home from the hospital. Poor Angel. But, um, and I think she felt really bad about it because she just, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, she couldn't really be out in the hot or the heat. And she couldn't walk or, like, do anything but, like, lay around. Um so yeah um we ended up moving so from the rental we moved in july we moved july 17th into our now like actual home and um yeah so that was a change for her too and i feel bad just like that while this was all happening she was having such big changes um but yeah so she um, whatchamacallit, went to the bathroom in the house that night at, like, 3 a.m., and I guess she, like, since 3 a.m. till the time I woke up, which was probably, like, 8 or 9, like, was just getting sick, throwing up, like, pooping, um, and my mom was just, like, up with her, slept down on the couch with her, and, um, she just, yeah, she just could not stop throwing up, and we had, like, her under a pee-pee pad, but she didn't even want to be on it because she was just so hot, and we thought that it was just the medicine, um, but, yeah, she was, like, I don't know, she, she, she tried going pee outside, and she fell, like, she just collapsed, like, my brother had to carry her and pick her up, we were all, like, so scared, um, and so, trying to think so around 10 o'clock my mom was like calling the vet you know saying like what to do and they they didn't tell us to come in right away they told us to wait till like three i think um or like one or three i can't remember i think it was two two or which we wanted three i don't know and um yeah i don't know so my mom and dad were just gonna take her and um then my dad came back in the house and was kind of like you know like um, you guys should come, you know, like, in case, like, something happened, so my brother and I went, and, like, in the back of the car, like, she just, like, first of all, my dad was picking her up to take her in the car, like, she just flopped, like, she was, she just was, like, limbless, like, it was, she looked like a blanket, like, she was just folded over, she couldn't even hold herself up, her head up, like, nothing, like, all her limbs were just jello, like, her, her neck, like, everything, it was just, she just, like, I don't know, um, she, we had her in the car, and she was just, like, looking out the window, and I remember, like, um, sorry, I, like, don't want to get upset, she was just, like, the sun was, like, in her face, and she just, like, I don't know, it was, like, I feel like I knew then that she wasn't really gonna make it, or she was just not good, um, her eyes just, like, were, like, rolling in the back of her head, and her tongue was, like, sticking out, like, she just was not okay, um, so, 
we watched the, um, sorry. We got to the animal hospital, and, um, she, they, like, rushed to take her in on the stretcher, um, and then they, you know, like, were trying to cool her down, because I guess we didn't know that she had, like, 106 or something fever, like, 108, I'm not sure, which is, like, deadly, and we just had no idea, um, so, yeah, um, they had, like, poured water on her and had, like, a fan on her and were trying to, like, stabilize her, I guess, and then they just kind of, like, talked to us about, like, treatment for her and if we wanted to, like, go through with it and how many days she would have to be in the hospital and, you know, like, paying for it and all that kind of thing, and, like, you know, they were talking about it like she was gonna come home and, like, be good, they were like, oh, I want to say bye, like, see you later, like, before they went and did their thing, there were, like, so many people in there working on her and helping her, um, so we went in there, and we were like, see you later, Pui, like, you know, we'll be back later tonight or tomorrow to drop you off food, like, the other times, and, um, yeah, because they were saying, like, how many days she was gonna be there and stuff, like, all this stuff, like, you know, and they told us how, how high her fever was then, too, so I don't, if it was deadly, I feel like they should have told us, um, but, yeah, um, so we left, and we went to the store, uh, I think we went to the Costco, and then, like, we got, like, a call from, um, the doctor, and he was saying, like, that her, her temperature was going down, I think, a little, and that she was doing a little better, but her blood pressure was just very, very low, and they're trying to do everything, but it's not really coming up, so they're gonna keep trying, and, um, they'll give us a call in a little, I think that was at, like, five, they were, like, we'll give you a call in a little bit on an update, um, and we were, like, okay, and then, um, like, about, like, two hours later, um, at, like, seven, we got another call, and he said that she had passed away, and that they did CPR, and she, like, they revived her, um, but then she passed away again, so they were asking us if we wanted her to, if they, we wanted them to try again, and of course we were like, yeah, um, so we did, and we, like, rushed over there, um, but when we were on the way there, they said that, um, she didn't make it, and that they couldn't keep trying, so we, we went, and we, like, just said goodbye, you know, we were just, like, in the room with her for, like, a really long time, um, and it was probably, like, I would say, like, one of the hardest, or, like, the hardest thing that I've had to do, like, see her like that, um, because it was just, like, she did not look good at all, like, I guess she had, like, a tube in her throat, and her, her tongue was just, like, sticking out, and it was, like, bleeding, um, and her whole body, like, her arms were all shaved from the, um, the, you know, like, IVs, and 
her face was just all dirty from like throwing up and just being sweaty and wet um from them like pouring stuff on her um i don't know it was just like her eyes just like looked like like i told my mom like they just look like you know like in the cartoons like the dead fish that have like their eyes are like x's like it, it just looked like that um i don't know that's like fucked not fucked i don't know i don't know what it is it's not right but or like it's disturbing but anyway <sighs> that's probably my coping skill too but anyways <laughs> um yeah so she we just we just pat her and i remember like we were just talking about her and trying to process it and i'm just holding her like trying to remember what it felt like to touch her and that like i would never see her again and like me having like ocd like that just like was so hard for me like obsessing about like literally never seeing her again touching her again like anything um so yeah um we left after like over an hour and um i just like cried for like days i don't know there's like more things i guess but it just yeah it i don't know um i like did i couldn't eat like i was in like a constant panic attack like the thought of like I don't know, like, the thought of, like, all those things, like, just killed me, um, and I think the thing that, like, killed me the most was, and still does kill me, is that, like, thinking about everything that they, like, did to her, and, like, actually, truly thinking about, like, all the things that happened that I didn't see, and how, again, like, she must have been feeling, and, like, them, like, you know, like, pushing her body, like, hurting her body, like, moving it, like, trying to revive her, and, doing all those things to her and and her like not knowing what's going on and being so scared and being alone and just like i don't know you know just to see her in that way even before she was in the hospital just every day suffering like you know killed me and then just to have all that happen and to see her body in the aftermath and to know everything that happened and what she went through um for anybody whether it be a human or a dog is just truly terrible and the thoughts of all of those things happening and trying to imagine exactly everything and how it happened killed me and it was just reliving that in my head over and over and over again because I felt like I guess kind of like guilty if I didn't feel something like if I felt like I had to feel what she was feeling to justify it and to make it like even like if she had to go through that I do too and that you know it was wrong of me to just try not to think about it and to just let it be and to just be sad about it without truly validating her experience and everything that she went through and and feeling the pain that she felt and I feel like that was really the only thing like I feel like torturing myself was the only way that I felt like I could deal with it but I remember like on the way on the way over there too like we saw like such like beautiful like sun rays like it was like so heavenly and it was like a good sign that like she was there and there were like a few other signs and i remember actually at night like coming up 
in bed and I felt like I felt something like touching me like I don't know there was just like so many like signs that she was there and I had a dream about her the night that it happened too and I had a dream of like it was weird it was like a it was like I was reliving what happened like when we got the call but like she was there in the room with us like when we got the call I don't know it was weird so in my head I'm like you know like being hopeful wishful like maybe that was like a sign that she was there with us when she wasn't here like when she died she was like in the house I don't know there's a lot of things about like that I think just killed me about the whole experience and also just about her being here like I I wish she was at my new house and I guess I'll get into that with like the old house thing but hi again I'm annoying sorry um actually no I'm not I need to stop being like that anyway um (laughs) so yeah I never got into it in the end of this because I think I just forgot but like we got the house and the windows are so low like she would be able to see out every single window there's like a little window cell and she, that was her thing like she would always jump up on the window and we get like upset because she would like leave claw marks at the window like molding and so she didn't have to do that here there was such low windows that she could see everything and we had like a nice gated backyard on the golf course and like a community and um through the fence the neighbors had a dog and there's like a whole um like it's like a gated community that she would love walking and like a pool and like open grass and everything so when we got the house we kind of got it for her too like thinking that she would love it here and we would love being with her here and there's a park like down the road um so it's just like a shame I guess that there's all these things that I see all the time and think that she would like love um that she is not here to experience and even like the stairs are like an open like the house is like an open concept and the stairs like upstairs is kind of like a bridge where you can see you know both sides standing on each other railing like you can see over to the bottom of the floor um of the house on both sides and like there's in one of the rooms upstairs like a balcony in the office that she loved being in my dad's office when he worked and she could like hang out up there and see through the you know banisters of the railing and stuff so um and she loved doing that at my old house so you know when we first came here and she first moved when she was able to get up the stairs that was like the first place that she went to and we knew that like we knew she would love it um and like just I know that her place would have been just sitting up there and looking down, watching all of us, um, being able to just see everything. Um, it's like her dream home. But yeah. Yeah, I would wake up in a panic. I just felt sick to my stomach. I felt like throwing up constantly. I felt like anxious, shitting myself like constantly. I just couldn't eat. I didn't want to. Um... And I feel like, I don't know, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, you just feel like you'll never be happy again. Like, having, like, losing such a big part of you. Like, she was, like, our life. Like, my life. Like, we did every single thing with her. Like, we literally took her everywhere. Like, we went to the store, she came. Like, we go in the car, she came. Like, we go in the pool, she's in the pool with us. Like, we took her, like, on vacation. Like, we slept with her like we watched tv with her like we 
she literally followed us everywhere like everything we did everywhere we were it was her like halloween we dressed her up like christmas we get her gifts like her birthday we have a party like it was just like she was like our life like our child like a little baby and i think that it hurts so much to or kind of like how i was talking about therapy it was my therapist said like it's kind of like because like I, i would say like it feels like it hurts more than like losing a family member like somebody like i don't like i remember losing my grandma and and being completely devastated um a lot a few of my grandparents and like that i was close to and it just feels different to me i guess and i guess in the way that like it's like she didn't know what was going on like she didn't understand and it was just like all these things so like i guess in my head i'm just imagining how she must have felt and how hard that was for her especially having such a high fever not knowing us not knowing and to help her and her not being able to talk and like being alone like we weren't even with her there like when she passed away and her being scared being there and i mean they said that her fever was so high that she maybe didn't even know what was going on but and not even if she did survive like that she probably would have had brain damage from it being such a high fever but um it was just a terrible thing and i just feel like i guess like she just didn't like deserve it like she was like our angel like we got her when things were like really not good and she helped everybody like every single person in my family and then it kind of felt like or my mom always says like she was like our angel where she like came and think when things were better and like we starting a new chapter in our life and we're all like okay it's like her time to go and like help somebody else like i don't know it just sucks and i don't want to think of her that way because she like she deserved more than that i feel like i don't know but she i don't know there's like so many things to say i'm just jumble brained and i don't want to like miss anything but i obviously can't say everything um but yeah she just like she deserved like the world she was just so like such a pure heart um and she was so young too i think that like hurts me as well and i guess like learning like things that we shouldn't have done like the vaccines or like those medicines we were giving her that were not good and can cause these things and still like not really knowing a cause of death i think that killed me too like i I obsessed about uh for so long like um kind of like looking at the blood work and trying to decide what trying to figure out what was wrong like oh it was her liver oh it was her kidneys oh it was you know something else and like wishing being mad at the vets like why didn't they do blood tests why didn't they test these things before why didn't they have her on a different medicine why did they like all these things really um and then kind of like blaming myself and feeling guilty like oh i started a new chapter in my life and now i was able to go to school and i was able to you know have a boyfriend and like go out and like not be home as much and not pay as much attention to her and i felt like i should have and i should have like just done things so many so many things differently and i should have been more attentive in her doctor's appointments and asked more questions and looked up everything more 
like I usually do and just like feeling like I wasn't there for her when she needed me and like she was always there for me when I needed her um I don't know like a lot of things and like I guess you know people try to like make me feel better and say like you literally treat her the best that like anyone could have and she was so happy but it just like you know doesn't feel like that like it always feels like you can do more um I know she was happy and I know we treated her well but um yeah so anyway um so just like eat me alive um and I don't know it's just it's just a terrible feeling um and I I think I still carry that guilt a lot and like once I was able to like function more I think that I like just dug myself so deep into like other things to distract myself but I still wasn't good and then like (laughs) but it was like uh so like I I had gotten like uh before this happened like in probably like October 2021 I had a like a rhinoplasty done and um it was still healing when this was all happening and I guess still now but like I had this like obsession about not crying because I would get these like steroid shots every month to like decrease the swelling and like every time I cried it would just be like super swollen and so I would try to make myself not cry and not think about it so that I didn't cry and like fuck it up um and my nose be huge like I don't know I think that kind of fucked with how I felt too where I just didn't really think about it, didn't process it, and, like, holidays would go by, and days would go by, and I would miss her, and I would think about her, but I wouldn't really that much, um, and I think also, like, the reason that I didn't is because, like, of how much it hurt me, and I just can't function thinking about it, um, as much as I, I normally would, just because I wouldn't eat, like, I, I mean, I had, I, started thinking about her more since today's her anniversary and like a week ago i woke up in a panic about her and never seeing her again and stuff and like i felt like i couldn't eat that like it was just the same feeling of like my heart like and the thing with the obsession is like when she passed away like i obsessed about everything like her nose art on the windows i was like no we're not cleaning we're not washing the car windows like we're not washing like the house windows we're not like like, there were, like, dog hairs on my shirt, and I would take pictures. Or, like, if there was one in the car, I would save it, and I would, like, I don't know. Like, I would keep her, st- we kept all her stuff, and, like, I would smell it, and um, her bed with her toys, like, we left that out for months. Like, we just, we didn't touch it, or, like, for, like, a very, very long time, um we just we just left it there and um yeah i don't know i think there was just like so many things like coats that i was like okay we're not we're not washing these like the rug the floor with all the dog hair like i was we didn't vacuum for so long um so yeah it was just really hard um it still is really hard and i can't believe that it's been a year and i think it's like it's like one of those things where it feels like forever like literally forever but then it also feels like it was yesterday um the holidays don't buy like they don't feel like holidays anymore they're not really fun um 
and I have a cat, and I mean, I love her, but it's just, it's just not the same, um, not the same connection, they're just two completely different people, and I think that hurts me too, is like, they never really got to, like, we were always supposed to get, like, a trainer to, like, get them both to, um, meet and stuff, but then, like, that never happened, and then, like, that being hard, and just, like, so many things, um, but, yeah, um, I literally, like, made, like, I would post every day for her, like, on Instagram, and I would, like, on her, like, Instagram, and try to, like, keep her, like, memory alive, and, um, I think, I, I don't know, I, I talk about her all the time, I would always say, like, if I see a yellow bird that is pre and then I would see, like, I, I, and for me, like, when I see cardinals, that's, like, to me, and I think a lot of people, like, some person that you know that passed on that's, like, visiting you, and I would see, like, a yellow cardinal, like, how rare is that? I looked it up, and it was, like, one in a million that it happened, so, I don't know, she's always with me, she's always in my mind, um, her anniversary was super hard, like, we still celebrate her birthday, and we're still, like, trying to keep her memory alive, but we, we always say, you know, like, I wish we could walk her and all these things um and it's just a lot of like nostalgia it's a lot of like regret or not regret but like reminiscing i think um and and wishing that we could go back or i could go back and i i think like i miss my house a lot um i miss like being there with her and i can't tell if i actually miss my house or if I miss her at my house, my my original one. Um, but I guess that like that's kind of where I'm gonna talk about like grieving homes and like grieving our past selves and and friends and people. Is that like like obviously my house is still there, but I don't live there anymore. And from not living there anymore, like I am a different person. And like as much as I have like moved on. Um, and changed like i i grieve it like i i grieve like like a a sorrow like a a sad like hole in my heart like you know that i miss it and i miss what things used to be like and i'm sad and i know that i'll never have that back and i know that i'll never be back there and i don't know there's just like a really weird um feeling about that and like processing it and having to like kind of upset except that that's the way things are and you know kind of like I guess kind of like my grieving with Prue is that like and I learned through therapy when this all happened too is that like grief is like love like to grieve is to love something and to know how much you love something that losing it makes you hurt so much and losing it makes you so sad is like that's like one of the most pure forms of love and if I didn't love my dog like I wouldn't be sad like I wouldn't be sad that she was gone if I didn't love my house and miss my house like I wouldn't be sad so kind of like keeping the memory on it and cherishing it and thinking about all the good times and the good memories and talking about them um and kind of like that that's it you know like 
saying that's all I can do, that's all I can think. Um, and that's all that I have left. All I have left is the memories, and I can't do anything about that. And accepting that is a really, really hard pill to swallow. Um, and it's the same with friends and relationships, too, I think, where sometimes people change and sometimes people aren't the way that they used to be or the people that we used to know and that as much as we wish that they were um it's kind of like you have to let it go um and just remember the people that they used to be and remember the good times that you used to have but kind of accept that it will never be like that ever again and I think that's like the case with a lot of relationships and with a lot of friendships um in my case too and even if we even if we keep these people in our lives like it just it will never be the same as hard as it is to accept because I know that like for me it is so hard to let go of people because I I want it to be the same but like I think the more that we hold on to things the more that it hurts us um and I don't know like I I think this whole thing has also made me kind of see like or like have more of a fear um of losing people in my life and I know that like from the moment like from like the first memories that I can go back to is like when I remember being scared of losing people in my life and it's not like a normal thing um like death has always been my like people will say like like what's your biggest fear like oh sharks like oh whatever like mine has always been death like dying or someone else dying or something bad happening like from like a very young age and I would say that in middle school I would say that in elementary school like I remember and I don't know if it's because I have OCD or what it is but I remember being like in I don't know like first or second grade and like crying at night and like having my mom come lay with me and being scared of my mom dying and being like I don't want you to die and like all this stuff and being like truly terrified like holding her like all this stuff you know and it's like kind of like I think like I guess it's because like you know nothing is promised like tomorrow isn't promised like knock on wood like pray that that doesn't happen to like any of us but like every day that we wake up is a blessing every day that someone you love wakes up is a blessing and it's not like cherished or thought of enough I think that we take advantage and take for granted that every day like I think I did that with my dog I think I did that with so many people and I feel like sometimes I even do that with my own family and like this and thinking about this lately and whatever makes me cherish them more and want to spend more time with them regardless if I'm annoyed at them or if I don't feel like it, like, making time to prioritize my parents, because I feel like, you know, we're, we're, none of us are immortal, I mean, even, like, just anyone we live in general, like, nobody's immortal, like, it's kind of, like, the inevitable that eventually, like, we will all not be here, and, um, like, life is a beautiful thing, and it's something that we should all experience, and, like, live to the fullest, and, not really let things like affect us that much like serious things i mean like they're obviously yes serious things but like like i said like there's so many times that i'm like annoyed with my 
sorry, I have hiccups, annoyed with my family, and it's like, ugh, I really don't want to talk to them right now, or like, you're really annoying me, like, I just need space, but then, you know, realizing that, like, okay, well, it's not that big of it's, like, not that serious, and I know that I'll regret not spending as much time with you as I would if I, you know, don't. And I also, like, obviously know that not everybody is blessed with the ability to have a close relationship with their blood family. And I know that, you know, like, you know, blood isn't always family. And I'm very fortunate and blessed that I have that connection with my parents. But um, I just mean in general, like, whoever you consider your family... um, and whoever you do cherish in your your life, because I I don't want to make it seem like oh there's nothing is that serious to um, feel that way or to always be around people. There are very abusive and toxic people, and there are relationships um, with family members that sometimes you have to just you know cut ties. And I know that's what a lot of people unfortunately have to do. So I'm not dismissing saying that no matter what you shouldn't not talk to them i'm just saying whoever you consider family and whatever things you consider not maybe that serious that you can get over um and that aren't abusive and toxic and and towards you in a mal way um but yeah that's just my perspective and i think that also has to do with like moving um not really wanting to like move out of my parents house like anytime soon like i know like people get older and they're like oh, I want to move out, like, I don't, like, I want to be at home as long as I can, and be a kid as long as I can, and, like, live with them as long as I can, because, like, eventually we will not ever live with them again, and we will have our own families, and we're gonna miss that, um, and I think there's just, like, no rush to move on and to be away, I don't know, that's just my point of view, and I guess, um, other people have different circumstances and um but again like it doesn't have to just apply to parents it could just be anybody um friends a sibling a significant other um grandparents like I know I feel a lot of the time that I should spend more time with my grandpa and that I will regret it if I don't um and I know I need to start doing that more and I I want to and I I do um but yeah I think like I I guess going back to what I said like being in second grade and feeling those things like I've always been scared um and I think this now makes me feel like more sympathetic for my parents who have lost parents and kind of like I think this just goes for anyone in general like how or even if you're young, like, anyone, like, anyone who's lost a parent or something like that, like, how, like, it, to me, it's just, like, I just couldn't imagine, and that, I think, is why it just terrifies me so much, um, and I, I feel like, like, if I, you know, that must feel, like, the same that I feel about my dog, and again, like, it's, I guess, it's different, but it's not, like, from, for me, I guess both my parents, parents that have passed away is, have passed away in a similar situation to my dog and for one example of like my dad um like his mom like 
passing away was kind of the same where at the end like my grandma was like not coherent and I mean I guess my other grandparents as well but it was just a longer process but like for my dad like it happened like very quickly too or within a year she passed away from like a very serious illness that was just so quick and it not enough time to process and just seeing like a dramatic transformation from someone that seemed really healthy to someone that was just like severely sick and and was thought of to get better and then didn't um and having that hope and to feel crushed and to um to see it happen and to not really I don't know like it's just like I was thinking about that and comparing it to that and I just like I don't know I feel like people aren't given enough credit for dealing with that because that's like mind that's like life it's just it is life-changing um I mean I think even if you do have like my mom her parents kind of the same thing but it was a longer process but you know I don't even know if that matters like I don't even know if knowing something and seeing someone's like for so long like I don't really think that you even do process it and even if like everyone knew you know um like oh you're gonna die this day like would that change anything like would that like I feel like if I knew that would be worse like even if it was something that was expected because I think that like the part that hurts about all these things is just that it's like a real fear and it's the unknown and the uncertainty um that makes like death in general just like so scary um and I think like knowing that my parents went through this with like their parents and like how scary that must have been and kind of like being alone and not really having anybody to like you know go to like that's for me like my parents the people that I go to like that is like soul crushing and just makes me want to be with there for them and be with them even more and to help them and to take care of them so they feel like they have somebody because I I feel like you know as we grow up like we expect that our parents know how to like deal with everything and that they know everything but the reality is like they're growing up just as we are and just like we don't know anything because we've never been that age like they've also never been the age that they are so kind of having um more sympathy and i i i do not want to experience that um i think that like life should be looked at and cherished more like for myself i don't even like killing bugs um i feel like every living thing like has a precious life and that should not be taken for granted and like an ant like they're just as alive as we are like let them live let them do their thing um they're just small and we shouldn't kill things just because they're in our homes or whatever i feel like they're we're like annoying us like we should be more conscious to their life and how precious it is as well like i don't even like eating meat or eggs or anything um i always have thought of like little bug families and thinking about how devastated maybe they're are of losing their aunt mom or aunt dad i don't know that's just me but yeah 
it makes me sad and I get just as sad for animals and bugs as I do people and I don't know that is what I have to say about that I think that like grief obviously I've seen comes in waves and I think that like or I saw this one thing before and it was like kind of like a like our grief doesn't fit in this one cup so we need to make the cup bigger to fit around the grief I don't really know I can't really remember what, what it was but I think like trying to I think the whole point of it was like trying to make room for grief while we live our lives not like forgetting that it's there and not trying to like diminish the grief but to make room to sit with the uncomfortable feelings um and I don't know I think like I I saw another thing it was kind of like let difficult feelings be like it feels uncomfortable to maybe be with somebody that is grieving um obviously not like as uncomfortable as the grief itself but sometimes to just like sit with it and not try to be like lightening the mood to somebody um to chase away the feeling and just allow those feelings to exist is like the best thing um okay so i found the post sorry i'm not done not the one i was exactly talking about but a different one that i've seen before i see these things i see these things all the time on instagram you guys every time i see him i'm like that would be great in a little it's not a pod why do i keep calling it the podcast it's not a podcast it's the voice memo because it's just me talking but anyways um anyways um so yeah it's by or yeah i find these things on instagram but i always just forget anyway but i found one i have so many but i think i said this i don't remember okay at relevatory on instagram and it's, I guess, like a little tribute to her grieving the loss of her dad um, by a meditation teacher. It's like a retelling of a story. Um, their name is Ajahn Ka, I think. Um, okay, so it says, The glass is already broken. A meditation teacher asked, How can anyone be happy in a world of uncertainty and turmoil and loss? And in reply, the teacher says um, to look at her water glass, and she says, this glass is precious to me it holds my water admirably she says it shines in the sun my water sparkles inside it i can tap it and i hear it singing it is a treasure yet i know a day when a gust of wind will blow it off a tall shelf or i will knock it to the ground with a clumsy elbow and it will shatter and i will say of course it is not in my power to keep it whole and intact its nature is impermanent from the moment i acquired it it was already broken And when I understand this truth, that the glass is already broken even as I hold it intact, I can see it not as the glass itself that is truly precious. It is every moment that I spend with it. Every moment is just as it is, and it does not need to be any more or any less. So hopefully that makes sense to you because it kind of struck me. Um, She has a few other posts, one of them which I had just seen and totally reminded me it was about her losing her dog um and kind of like looking for a new one and she ended up getting a new one but for me i as much as i miss having a dog and i love a dog i just can't really see myself loving another dog the same or just wanting another dog the same like i do want a dog but i i don't want anything else but her and i just feel like there's no other 
dog such as her um and I part of my distracting and like kind of like I which I totally forgot like when I was saying that I distracted myself all when it happened to kind of like forget about it or deal with the you know feelings that I felt myself was like literally at the end of the month like at the end of August like I got a job as a dog sitter and I literally was walking dogs and I had so many dogs I was pet sitting and babysitting like whatever walking um just to kind of have some kind of companionship with the dog but it didn't help (laughs) it really didn't help and that being said I'm no longer a dog walker slash sitter slash slash friend slash yeah I don't I don't really know I don't know the titles but anyway um yeah so learning to kind of deal with them myself but those were all the kind of bad things that I was doing to cope um so here's to a happy or it's not really happy but pre-anniversary and may her memory ever last I will make sure of it um but yeah that is now all that I have to say Thank you for listening to my story.